Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. It is Saturday night, and it is time for the WrestleManiacs to give it to you all the way live, all the way straight. Girls, children of all ages. 3,000 megawatts of wrestling power. We coming to do it to you in your ear hole. To give it to you all the way live. All the way <laughs> Who got their phone up loud? I want you to hear it. I want you to hear that love. <laughs> I, I, I want to hear all that. <laughs> I want you to hear all that good love making. We got the Nubian Sumo James already sparking up. Man, I don't know about this one. So I'm going to let y'all know right now, it's some about to be some fuckery up in here. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know where it's going to come from. I don't know when it's going to happen. Well, obviously, you but didn't go it's to it's uh, going to happen. Class, most of the effery normally happens in the lower region. And of course, we got the people's choice, <laughs> Don Rodriguez. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Happy uh, Fourth of July! Whoa! I know whoa. Uh, the Nubian Sumo. We don't do that here. We, we don't do that here. Bro, give me a second. You know, I'm just trying see, to say because people is already be, started. You see, this is what I'm talking about. People, people are going to be what they do. So I, I took the time today to go ahead and break out my apron. And Here just to let uh, the Nubian Sumo know, for this one episode, I do have pants on. But, you know, this is my Lord Veda apron. So, you know, representing uh, for all the dark side in this podcast. As you know, a lot of people are going to be getting their, their num-nums on sometime tomorrow. I got my num-nums on on June 19th. There you go. Because not this guy. Hey. I'm just trying to, you know what I'm saying, be festive for the occasion, okay? Some of y'all may have a day off, James, on Monday. KG, I don't know. I took, some of us, I took what some I of wanted. Us is working tomorrow, so I just wanted to wear my apron since I won't get to wear it tomorrow. How about that? See, that's all well, it was. That, that, that's fine. But see, I don't get the day off. I took what I wanted. Now, what I didn't show y'all my man. My was man. familiar. And what was under the apron, if I lift it up, oh, is my man. new pal. Oh snap! It's you eat a unicorn. Oh, okay. wow! And all this technical glory. Look at that. You eat a unicorn. I, I'm, I'm gonna say something. It looked like it, it, it looked like if you to put that under your apron, it looked like you would have had a hard on on. That that wouldn't have been too good. It's a family well, this show. Is, this is this is a family show. We can't do any of that stuff. The only number uh, James knows is twos. And we're not trying to, uh, you know, get me connected to the two. <laughs> so, no, nah, you can't. You can't me too fornicating a unicorn. Whoa! So, talk about turning left field real quick. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what you do with a unicorn is between you and that unicorn. Uh-uh. I have I'm nothing not, to I'm do not with that. In trouble. With the the dreaded World Wildlife Federation, Peter National Geographic. So the thoughts of if anybody has a problem with not those, if anybody has a problem with you and that unicorn, it's going to be probably the new day. I'll let them handle that, especially now since they are happy being the the greatest 
tag team in WWE history. That's what I'm talking Whatever about. that means. We know who the greatest tag team is. The all guys. The Killer Bees. Starting early with the bullshit. Killer Bees, greatest tag team in existence. Can, 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 can we move on? Can we get into this plate? So I guess we got to talk about some stuff this week. Apparently, somebody that wrote the uh, production notes decided to uh, include the Nubian Sumo. But before we do that and, you know, his role, he only got one job. Uh, let's go ahead and entertain him and to uh, what he's drinking and what he's smoking. So you can go ahead and uh, tell us what your deal is. Well, tonight, ladies and gentlemen, the Nubian Sumo is being powered by the Onyx Nicaragua Bold. Damn. And we're also going to attempt to finish off the Michener's Rye. You see how low that bottle is. That's, we kind of try to put it out as misery tonight. That's because you're an alcoholic, but we're not going to talk about that. Your intervention will come soon. Hey, look, I'm not an alcoholic. I don't go to no fucking meetings, okay? I'm a drunk. Wait, time out. Time out. What? James, I was about to come to your rescue because you can't call him an alcoholic. Alcoholics quit. Yeah, he's a drunk. Quit. Oh, okay. Thank you. Well, tell Willie the Wino he's got a segment. I'm not a quitter. <laughs> Willie the Wino. Well, don't we? What are you sponsored by tonight? Oh, you sponsored by Star Wars. Yeah, good point. Uh, yeah. He's sponsored by fuckery. That's what it is. The word of the day fuckery. Well, I'm sponsored by. Pure leaf tea. Yes. Extra sweet. Get what you need, baby. <laughs> and by sponsored, we really aren't getting paid for any of this stuff. So none of it. Um, That's why I, I never say sponsored. I say powered by. Because this keeps powered. me going. <laughs> powered, sponsored. <laughs> you got a segment, man. And I'm getting ready to start it if you shut the hell up. <laughs> so we know where most of the bottle went today, and that was you know, down your gullet. So obviously you're feeling where, where, where it always goes. Yeah. Yep. So uh, you go ahead. What's up with the t-shirt before you jump in? Make sure you get all your little spots in. Now, for those that are into sports, as I know KG is, he mm. would most likely recognize the numbers mm. across my chest. So I'll give him a moment to marinate on that. Oh, I don't need to marinate. I already know. I just okay. want to know, let you have a moment. That's probably the best that they'll ever have. But go ahead. What are you going to say, James? This is the commemorative shirt that was made by a group that I told you all about before, the, the, the Roaring Riot, which is the official, unofficial fan group of the Carolina Panthers. Mm -hmm. And this is the commemorative shirt that they made for the Super Bowl blunder the Atlanta Falcons made against the New New England Patriots, where they gave up a 25-point lead at halftime and gave up the Super Bowl and the Lombardi Trophy. And being that they are our so-called rivals, our divi same division, 
I and I've never worn this shirt before. I figured oh, wow. I'd pull this shirt out today just for shits and giggles. Just for the holiday. Wow. We're so so appreciative. So appreciative. Obviously, I'm gonna get in trouble today. <laughs> Go ahead. Thank so, you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love it. This tea keeps me going. I don't I, I can't do like James. I don't have a stomach for it anymore. So I gotta drink tea. So, you know, obviously the warden's on, so that means I have to lose the shirt now. That was the bet. But I'm gonna keep the I can keep the uh the apron on though. How about that? I can take my pants and my shirt off. I ain't got to worry about none of that. Oh snap, you go ahead on your little staycation. James, do you can you do your that says Nubian segment? Even in the ticker it says wrap it up, B. To get started, and we need to be reverent at this moment because we have a death in the wrestling family. You said reverent, KG. He actually got serious for a moment. You over here partying. So I'm just go. So Dale Wilkes, who went by who wore a mask and went under the name The Patriot, mm -hmm. has passed away. He was a fixture within WCW and within, within the WWE at one point. A very patriotic uh, wrestler, a, uh, a face, never was the dark patriot at one time uh, within the WCW, if I'm not mistaken, but was mainly a babyface, a very technical wrestler, a very good wrestler, and very liked and well-known amongst the wrestling community. So we pretty much lost him uh, here recently and we mourned his passing at the beginning of this segment. So we want to recognize that uh, before we get started. Absolutely. Now, to start out, uh, I just want to say that we, as, as you all probably know, we haven't had a That's So Nubian segment in about two months. A lot of things have happened, and I, a lot of things are now irrelevant since we've passed so much time. So I'm not going to go into a whole bunch of backstory. I will. What I'll do is I will go into a rundown of who the champions are and what uh, pay-per-views will be coming up for these different organizations and if any storylines fit within what I need to speak on, then I will bring that up. So to start out, we're going to start with uh, Ring of Honor, where the uh, world champion is still Roosh. Uh, Tony Deppin won the television championship, of which I did mention at one point. Uh, Jonathan Gresham is still the pure champion. Uh, Rhett Titus and Tracy Hot Sauce Williams are the tag team champions, both, both of them within the group for foundation, which is with uh, Jonathan Gresham. Uh, Shane Taylor Promotions tag uh, team is still the six-man tag team champions, and the women's title is still vacated at this time. They are still look, uh, looking to have a world title tournament for the women sometime this summer. They have not met, uh, had a date set a date for that yet but there are names that are starting to come up as being part of that tournament uh as so far we have angelina love roxy rok-c uh miranda alizé 
Trish Adore, uh, Allison Kay, Maserati, Willow, Mandy Leon, Nicole Savoy, Max the Impaler, and Alex Gracia. Alex Gracia, you probably recognize from being on AEW Dark or AEW um, the, uh, Evolution. Um, right. Uh, one, of those, one of those shows. Now, uh, next pay-per-view for Ring of Honor will be Best in the World, which will be in Baltimore on July 11th, uh, their pay-per-view. Um, the World Championship will be defended as Roosh will defend against Bandito. Tony Deppitt will defend the television title against Dragon Lee. There'll be a grudge match between Brody King of Violence Unlimited and Jay Lethal of the Foundation. EC3 will be uh, wrestling Flip Gordon, mm-hmm. who recently had a tag team match. They had a tag team match together, and Gordon turned on EC3 recently. So uh, they'll be having a match together. Josh Woods, who is who was the, at one time the protege of Silas Young, they will be going up against each other in a last man standing match. Uh, Shane, T- T- Shane Taylor Promotions will be going up against, will be defending the six man tag team belts against Dak Draper, Eli Isom, and Dalton Castle. And depending on who wins uh, the match uh, on te- on the next television uh, taping uh, between Jonathan Gresham and um, uh, Fred Yehi, uh, they will be going up against Mike Bennett for to for the Pure Championship. Mm. So um, that's it for Ring of Honor. Uh, moving on, we'll go to MLW, where they will be uh, having a pay-per-view here. Very Well, not necessarily a pay-per-view, but they'll start doing their live shows again uh, here uh, very soon. Um, they are going to have their first show in the uh, 2300 Arena on July the 10th, which they will be called Battle Riot, which is usually... Which is a, their version of a battle or battle royal. It's like a cross between a street fight, a royal rumble, and a battle royal. So they'll have forty guys who will be in a ring in the ring together, and they'll all be uh, vying for the number one contendership for the world title. Uh, the world title currently still being held by Jacob Fatu. You have L.A. Park and Iho de L.A. Park, who is the tag team champions. Myron Reed, who who within the last month has won back the middleweight championship, and Alex Hammerstone, who has held the who is the first and only open weight uh, champion, who's held that belt for almost two years now. Um, the battle riot, like I said, will be July tenth at the twenty three hundred arena. At this point, they have uh, had uh, they have added to the card uh, to that battle royal rather. Uh, Alex Hammerstone, King Muertes, who was uh, uh, Mills Muertes in uh, Lucha Underground, Mads mm-hmm. Kruger, Richard Holiday, TJP, Myron Reed, Calvin Tankman, Gino Medina, uh, re- a Lucha wrestler named Erez, Kevin Koo, who was part of the uh, Team Filthy, Savio Vega, EJ Induca, which is one of the guys who got released from WWE NXT. Mm-hmm. Um, Lee Moriarty, who is a, a indie, um, who's an indie darling right now, who's one of the 
uh, guys who WWE is looking for to come into the NXT. They've off, they've offered him contracts on numerous occasions, and I think he's going to end up um, signing at some point. Uh, Gringo Loco, Zenshi, Ross, and Marshall Von Eric, who are the former tag team champions. Aramis, King Mo, who was a former MMA uh, 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 fighter who used to re- uh, fight with Bellator and with uh, UFC, Boku Dao, Alex Kane, who is another MMA fighter that wrestles under American Top Team with King Mo, Davey Richards, who recently re- who recently signed with them, uh, Sean Devari, who was part of uh, the uh, group Contra, the Contra unit, and a guy by the name of Kit Osborne. Now, I put emphasis on Kit Osborne. I haven't seen him yet, but apparently he's uh, new to MLW and is claiming to be the son of Lance Von Erich. Now, (laughs) what makes this funny is that if anybody that's listening that knows, Lance Von Erich, after uh, Carrie died, Mm-hmm. They uh, excuse me, not to carry it after David died. I'm sorry, after David died, before Carrie went to WWE, they the uh, Daddy Von Eric decided that he needed to have another Von Eric in the family. So while there were no other Von Eric boys that were ready to get into the ring, they invented a Von Eric named Lance Von Eric, who ended up not working out. Uh, he wound up. Um, they wound up getting rid of him after a few months being in the in, being in the ring with um, the Von Erics, and it kind of left a black eye and a bad taste in the fans' mouth because they were like, "Well, you, you're going through all this stuff, and we're trying to stick with you, but then you want to stick us with this fake Von Eric? Where did where did this come from?" So now this is a guy who is claiming to be the son of the fake Von Eric. Who has claimed that he has a vendetta against the Von Erics for treating his father the way that they did? So now he's so cool. going after the Von Erics. Sort of. <laughs> I don't know how you kept a straight face with Crunchy Stiltskin over there. We hit a bag, we hit a crunch. <laughs> right. Wasn't my fault. You got one job. One job. Not eat for about three hours. That's all. Now, um, in MLW, they've been having this open draft where they've been introducing new wrestlers into um, MLW and have been saying, uh, telling telling everybody who's going to be staying and what's been happening with the battle riot. So um, they've brought a lot of people in. A lot, a lot of the middle. I told you about David Richards, who's the first inducted, who's the first person in. Uh, a lot of people who have come in since then have been like people you may not know and I don't know too much about. So I got to learn more about them, all except for the NJ and Dooku guy who, you know, came from NXT or whatever, who got let go from WWE. But the last um, person that they drafted in was is, is a guy by the name of Matt Cross. Now, Matt Cross is a vet, is like a 15, 20 year veteran in wrestling. Yeah, you mm-hmm. may remember him as Son of Havoc in Lucha Underground, 
And he um, also has been wrestling in AEW and some of the uh, AEW Dark and whatnot. And he's also been in the NWA and he's done a lot of the independence. So he's been moving around a lot here recently. But he's recently signed with MLW and he will be under the auspices of Azteca Underground, which is run by Caesar Duran, who is the former. Dario Cueto, who actually ran Lucha Underground, the guy who was running Lucha Underground. So he has he has acquired uh, Promociones de Dorado from Selena De La Renta, who has been run out of MLW, and mm-hmm. also has acquired the rights to um, the um, Caribbean uh, wrestling organization that was owned by Savio Vega. So now he owns the rights to the Caribbean Heavyweight Championship, which is currently held by Richard Holiday. So with that said, um, the, on this match for the battle ride on this card, you'll also have David Richards versus TJP. You're going to have a lot of guys double dipping on this night. Uh, the Von Erics will be in a bunkhouse brawl match against hmm. Team Filthy who uh, I'm not sure as to who will be representing Team Filthy, but it could. But I'm thinking it could be um, Tom Lawler and this Kit Osborne uh, guy, uh, right. since the other two members are a tag team called uh, Violence is Forever. So they would have called them that. I'm thinking they would have called them that instead of calling them Team Filthy. So, um and then Richard Holiday will be defending the Caribbean title against King Muertes. So um, uh, we'll see what we'll see where that goes. What happens with that? Now uh, going to Impact. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Kenny Kenny Omega is still your world heavyweight champion within Impact. You have Violent by Design, who's been using the Spreebird rule to defend their uh, tag team championships. So uh, Violent by Design still has the belts. Josh Alexander is your X Division champion. Fire and Flavor is still your uh, Knockouts Tag Team champions. And Deanna Perrazzo is your Knockouts uh, Singles champion. Now, uh, Slammiversary will be coming up on July the 17th. Uh, they will be That will be their first um, live show with uh, people in the crowd. Uh, they will be having uh, Impact live shows on that following Monday and Tuesday with their show coming on on Thursday. I'm not sh- I haven't heard whether they're going to take one of those Monday or Tuesday shows for Thursday or if they're going to do just another live show from in another location. But uh, we'll have to see where that goes. Um, uh, we also have uh, John uh, Steve Macklin. Who's now in 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 who's uh, signed on with Impact and Steve Macklin? You will remember as Stephen Cutler from the Forgotten Sons in WWE. Mm-hmm. So he'll so he now he's got he's found a place. Uh, actually, I'm sure his girlfriend Diana Perazzo kind of put in a word for him. I'm glad so, sure. um, yeah. So um, now going back to the Slammiversary card, the uh, the card so far. Is Kenny Omega versus Sammy Callahan for the world title? Uh, you have Moose versus Chris Saban, which will most likely be a number one contenders match. You have they're bringing back uh, Ultimate X, and which will probably be a number one contenders match for the X Division Championship, which will have Chris Bay, 
Trey Miguel, Ace Austin, Rohit Raju, and Petey Williams in it. Good old Petey. Now, um, they haven't said any more um, matches at this point, but I'm thinking that there will be a knockouts tag team title match with Fiver, Fire and Flavor defending against Rosemary and Havoc, but that's just a guess. And then I'm also thinking that Violent by Design will defend the tag team titles against TJP and Fala Ba, which they've been pushing as a tag team here for a little while. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, and uh, and and being that Moose, Sammy Callahan, and Chris Saban are all within uh, our world title contention at this point. I wouldn't be surprised to see some of them, if not all of them, at some point on on um, AEW television. You know, especially with everything going on with between them and AEW. And, uh, AEW. So um, you could be looking for them in the near future on that show. Now, going on to in the NWA, the NWA still has Nick Aldis, who is going on to who has passed two years as World Heavyweight Champion. Mm -hmm. uh, recently, uh, Camille wound up winning the Women's World Heavyweight Champ World Championship from Serena Deeb, who uh, has who had gotten hurt for a while, but is now back. He had a knee injury, but is now returned and is looking to get into some things with uh, into a program with um, Thunder Rosa. Uh, you have the Pope, D'Angelo De Niro, or Elijah Burke, whichever one you know him as. Um, is still the television champion. And at this point, the national championship has been vacated. Now, the national title was vacated by Chris Adonis because he's now a member of Strictly Business, which is run by uh, Nick Aldis. And there was a battle royal to determine the number one contender for Nick Aldis's title. Now, one of the stipulations of the Battle Royal was that there could be no singles champions or any any champions period within this tag within this Battle Royal. So that took out the television champion, the national champion and the tag team champions. Now, because Nick Aldis wanted an advantage within the um within the Battle Royal, he already had Tom Latimer in there. He wanted to get Chris Adonis in there too. So he had Chris Tom, Chris Adonis vacate the title so he could be in the Battle Royal. So now the title is up. So um, Trevor Murdoch wound up winning the Battle Royal. He had mm -hmm. his title shot and he lost it. So um, we're waiting to see who the uh, next challenger will be at this point. And there has been a series of three-way matches that have been taking place to determine who was going to be the um, contenders or the number the, the wrestlers who's going to battle for the national championship, which has been narrowed down now to Chris Adonis and T and JTG JTG being a former member of the, uh, what was the no, name of the tag team? The primetime, uh, primetime players. No, 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 not the primetime players. That's what I was no, about to say. Was, uh, prime time. Prime, prime time. time, yeah, just prime time, right? So, um, so yes, he's been doing a lot of work in in the independent wrestling. Like, like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
He's been doing a lot of time in the independence. Uh, he's working with India, NWA pretty well. Uh, he's been in um, New Japan Strong here recently. So um, he's been doing a lot of work, doing a lot of television work lately. So I'm hoping that he uh, is able to pull this, pull the bat match off and get that national championship. But uh, we'll have to see. Uh, the Pope will be going up against Sal Ronaldo for the television title, of which he won a three-way match here recently for that championship opportunity. Um, there was an announcement made by Billy Corrigan recently that where the uh, NWA will be having their first live shows in Kansas City at mm. the Chase. Okay. Now, I'm not sure, I don't know if anybody knows, but the Chase back in the day, back in the 60s and 70s, even further back before that, was one of the major uh, arenas where the NWA worked out of. I mean, that was like, that was almost like there between the Chase, the Omni, uh, Madison Square Garden, you know, the, the, that was those types, of, that was that type of venue. As a matter of fact, it was the Chase, it was the Chase where um, Ric Flair won his first NWA World's Heavyweight Championship against Harley Race. So, right. um, so this is a big deal being that uh, the NWA is coming back to this venue after such a very long time. Uh, they've announced two pay-per-views that they uh, they're going to start with. The first pay-per-view is going to be on August the 28th, which is going to be an all-women's pay-per-view. That is going to be produced and booked by Mickey James. Mm -hmm. Now, Mickey James has been working to get um, women to uh, from everywhere, from anywhere, to get the, to get into this. They haven't started naming anybody yet. But uh, at some point, they will be um, uh, naming some people, some people that are in the air, so to speak, about uh, getting in as Camille. Uh, they've mentioned Kylie Ray, Serena Deeb, Thunder Rosa, and Melina at this point, which are all members of the NWA already. So uh, they haven't mentioned anybody from the outside, but well, we'll have to see what goes on there. I expect then, some AEW people... Uh since you know they're, they're I expect yeah I expect some oh, AEW yeah. folks and you know and 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 MLW and, and a whole bunch of other folks uh, to be smart for WWE to um uh, kind of extend the olive branch of we're still sorry about sending your stuff in a box in a plastic bag in a trash bag uh to your home after we fired you right uh, make up for that to send some of the developmental NXT talent now right. it doesn't have to be anybody big but just saying that they're from WWE, uh, that's a Mr. Equals thing. There we go. WWE, um, but they're still, you know, NXT or, or affiliated. That could right. still be a good deal. They don't even have to say they are. They, I'm sure somebody no, no, knows. But uh, I guarantee you, the NXT will be somewhere on their gear. <laughs> it'll be, it'll be somewhere. Or they'll be, or they wear black and gold. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they'll stand out. But you know, they don't have to win. It's just the fact that. That'd be their first easy way into uh, getting into other promotions and doing that that, that cross promotional thing, right. which is almost like a KG female version of Worlds Collide if that happens, because that would be somebody from everywhere, ideally if she can pull it off, which I'm quite sure Corgan will uh, definitely let that happen and try to book as much as possible. Um, there'll be a battle royale or or, or Royal Rumble of some kind to get as many women in there. So I think that's a, a guaranteed match. And then you'll just have a couple of championship thingies going on. 
Now, on the next night, on the 29th, they've announced that there will be the 70, the 73rd anniversary of uh, of NWA. They'll have their their 73rd anniversary show the following night, and this will be the debut of Mickey James wrestling in the NWA. Now, Mickey James has a poll going out on Twitter where she's asking for suggestions as to who she would wrestle against. And she's looking the, the way she's talking. She's kind of leaning towards somebody that somebody new, somebody that may not be you know very much known, or somebody that needs a little push or the right. rub, so to say, so to speak. So um, we'll have to see what happens with that because we still got a few months before that actually happens to uh, see how that goes down. I'm glad you cleaned that up too. What? What did well, I say? When he said she had a poll out, I was like, whoa, wait, hold on, wait, what we doing? <laughs> it is a I poll. Perked up a little bit. I perked no. up a little bit. What? Are you you're you saying Mickey James is a Hermie now? No, 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 no. That's not <laughs> the kind of poll I was thinking about. I, when you said poll and Mickey James, I was like, damn, she going to start stripping? Go, go back to well, your trail. Well, I mean, she's already got videos, so I mean, what? Go back to your trail, man. We'll talk oh. later. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk, talk later. We'll talk we'll later. later. Yeah. Now, uh, going to the last two, uh, uh, New Japan. Uh, of course, I got to mention New Japan because this is Don's favorite part of my segment. <laughs> stop, stop smiling and shaking your head. I know it's coming. <laughs> I, I so, know it's coming. And it may come early. I'll give it to you early, okay? So Shingo Takagi is the world's heavyweight championship, and he is a representative of Los Ingubernables de Japón. Yes. <laughs> John Moxley is still the United States champion. Jay White has won the Never Open Weight Championship, which gives him makes him the first person ever in New Japan to have won all four singles titles. So um, that's 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 a nice little accolade for him. El Desperado is still your junior heavyweight champion. Zack Sabre Jr. and Tai Chi recently won the world the heavyweight tag team championships from um, the uh, Gorillas of Destiny. Uh, El Fantasmo and Taiji Ishimori have recently won the junior tag team championships from uh, Rapungi 3K. And Yoshihashi Ishimori, uh, Tomohiro Ishii, and uh, Hiroki Goto are still your six-man tag team champions, and Tom Lawler is your New Japan Strong Openweight champion. Now, uh, right now, they are in the middle of the Summer Struggle Tour, which is going to uh, be accumulating uh, here a little bit later in the month uh, on a show that was supposed to happen a few months in June, but uh, in on the 10th of July, you'll have a card that will feature as a main event El Desperado versus Taiji Ishimori for the Junior Heavyweight Championship. On the 11th, you'll have a card that will have as a main event Tetsuya Naito and Sonata from LIJ mm -hmm. uh, getting, a title, getting a tag team title shot against Zack Sabre Jr. and Tai Chi. On the 25th, you will have your uh, wrestling Grand Slam in the Tokyo Dome, which was supposed to be the um, Shingo Takagi versus um, Okada match 
but, but they wound up moving that to another venue. So now they're going to have Shingo Takagi versus Koto Ibushi for that card, uh, for the main event of that card. Now, back on the 2nd of July, uh, the six-man tag team champions were defended and retained by Yoshihashi Ishii and Goto against Yuji Nagata, Satoshi Kojima, and Hiroshi Tenzan. So um, they had they had what they uh, their group they have a group called the Third Generation, which was the third generation of uh, young lions that came out of the dojo, the New Japan Dojo. Which uh, so that's what they that's what they called themselves, and they um, were represent, representing uh, third generation to try to get those championships. Uh, so uh, they wound up losing, and we'll see what happens with those six man titles here a little later because Ishii is now in a battle with um, Evil because they're going they're having another grudge match like they had about two or three years ago, which should be hard hitting and more toward the strong style that uh, New Japan is known for. Now, Jay White will be defending the, for the first time the Never Open Weight Championship against David Finley at a show in the United States for New Japan Strong called Resurgence on hmm. August the 14th. It's going to be at the Torch, which is going to, which is a part of the LA Coliseum. So um, they're going to be uh, they're going to have a card there for that. Um, also, um, Tom Lawler is going to face Satoshi Kojima for the uh, New Japan Strong Openweight Championship here coming up in the next few weeks. I'm not sure if that's going to be part of a pay-per-view or if that's going to be part of the New Japan Strong show. So um, I'll have to let you know about that once I find out. Now, as promised to you a few months ago, I wanted to keep you, and this will be the last thing I do uh, for this uh, segment. Um, I promised that I would get you up to date or try to keep you up to date on the Triple A Mega Triple Mania show that's going to be coming up. That's going to feature Kenny Omega versus Andrade El Idolo for the Triple A Mega Championship. Now, they have put out a uh, card for that now. So, um, it would also include Fabi Apache, who is the Reina del Reinas champion, which is the women's the women's champion for AAA, going up against Diana Perazu, the Impact Knockouts Championship, and that's going to be title for title. So winner win, winner takes all match in there. Oh so you also have Psycho Clown versus Ray Escorpion. This is going to be a mask versus hair match, which is very significant within the Mexican Lucha Libre commu uh, community. The, the Lucha Brothers, um, Penta El Ceromero and his brother, uh, Ray Phoenix, will be defending the AAA World Tag Team Championships against the Laredo Kid and Hijo del Vikingo versus, and also they will be defending against Black Taurus, who is in, in who is an impact wrestling as part of the De decay faction and he's going to have a partner of his choosing which they have not announced yet now there'll be another match for Pagano Chessman and monster and, and uh murder clown excuse me I gotta, I gotta read my writing <laughs> against Puma King and two wrestlers to be determined now 
there are two other matches that are pretty interesting. The first match, they, they always have a battle royal in these triple manias, which is usually what's usually what starts the show. And um right to this year is being uh is being sponsored by a company called Bardal, which is kind of like a kind of like a company like Pennzoil. They do like motor oil and motor lubricants and things of that nature. So they got a sponsor for that now. So they're calling it Copa Brudal, the Copa Brudal uh, Battle Royal. Now they haven't announced who's going to be part of that battle royal, but it's usually a 20-man battle royal. It usually starts off the uh, pay-per-view, and it's usually pretty interesting because they, too, do the surprise entries and things of that nature. So you never know who's going to be involved in that, like an older wrestler or a wrestler who used to work with a AAA that hasn't been seen in a while or somebody new that's coming in, so things of that nature. So, And the other match that's going to be interesting to watch is that they have some type of initiative with Marvel, the comic. Okay. So last year they had what they called a Marvel Lucha expedition exhibition excuse me exhibition where they had four wrestlers dressed up as marvel comics marvel comic characters who had a four-way match and you know had, had just had a four-way match and you know it was and, and i watched it it was pretty good but it's not now it's not till now that i figured out who they actually were <laughs> so i'm gonna let you guess who it might have been and I'll and I'll tell you, I'll tell you the character. You're talking about the real person or the character? No, 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 no. I'm going to tell you the characters. Oh God, it's true. Then I'll tell you. Then I'm no, 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 no. You're going to know the characters. Like I said, this is an initiative with Marvel. Okay. So they use Marvel characters, but they right. named them, you know, in Spanish. But I'm going to okay. give you the name, the Spanish name. I'll give you the regular name. All right. Okay. And I'm going to let you tell me. I'm going to let you see if you know who won. Okay. And then I'll tell you who the characters actually were under the mask. All right. Okay. So you had Terror Purpura, which is Thanos. Venadoid, which is Venom. Right. Arachno, Spider-Man. Spider Obviously, yeah. And Elinda Americana, Captain That's America. America. So you tell me who won. Be controversial, but I put my money on Cap. Thanos. No. The winner was Thanos. Come on, man. He already won twice. <laughs> okay, so Captain America was Drago. Really? And for those who don't know who Drago is, that's Tessa Blanchard's boyfriend. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Spider-Man was Leo Rush. Okay. I can see that. Venom was Black, Black Taurus. Okay. And the winner, Thanos, was, John C. From, was from AEW, was Brian Cage. Whoa, I can see that. I can see that. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you. 
without some wrestling knowledge to step two. Step two. Step two. Step, <laughs> step, oh, step, step two. Step two. Step two. <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to uh, culturally any, bring us home. So, any questions about anything that I've given you? I'm tired. No, I'm tired. <laughs> no, I got a question. I, I, I got a question. I do. I'm like I, three months of Nubian right there. I, I, I got. I got a question. What's your question? Why the hell does Leo Rush keep coming back? He he retires and he comes back. No, 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 no. The event hasn't happened yet. The event doesn't happen until August the 31st. That what I gave you was from last year. Just to give you just to give you an idea of what could happen this year and what they would what how they would go about doing it. So I just wanted to give you an idea of what what happened last year in last year's match. So the the AAA does not going to happen until August thirty first. Okay. So and my my second thing is uh, to what you said, Don, about the uh, women's version of All Worlds Collide. All Worlds Collide was everybody. I needed the the women were going to be strong because I needed the women to carry that pay per view. That's what you're getting. Yeah, baby but I need. Steps, I mean, baby steps, baby steps. Man, I've, I've, I've been take taking baby steps. steps for the last two and a half years. I can't take no more baby steps. I'm ready to run now. Well, they ain't giving you no legs to run, so you better take the crawl if you got. They ain't giving me no money to run neither, but shit, I'm on my own with that. Yeah, At this present to. point, I'm going to have to rent out the cow palace and do it myself. You may have to, especially since you're over there balling in a hotel room. No sex in the champagne room. No sex in the champagne room. You, you ain't got to put my business out there like that. Yeah, I mean, everybody knows your business. You got a picture frame up, really? What have you ever had a picture frame up in your background? You act like I didn't move into a new house or something. No, no, no. Even if you did, that's too much culture in the background. Like, no. But I'm that's, I'm a cultured individual. I don't hear any go-go music, so we know you ain't home. You're not yelling at no kids. You My know, kids are gone. There's, there's nobody giving birth and then just magically showing up with a baby for you to hold at the end of the episode. Hey, you know, nothing happen. is happening right now. Things happen, so, man. Just a no, 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 no. They, they, they working on the next one. I mean, every four years, the wallpaper <laughs> is, um, is you know, Dex, Dexter-esque. I mean, you know, it's basically the if you mass murder somebody, you just quickly just paint over that. You know, CSI is not going to pick that up. I don't foresee Horatio just looking at it like, you know, what's going on, Eric? Uh, it's not happening. You, you murder somebody and blood gets on the wall, luminol find it. You have to have a special agent to clean the blood up. Blood up. You can't do it like that. Luminol finds every bodily fluid. Hey, I just brought up CSI Miami, so obviously I know that. Come on. Man. I'm gonna go ahead and just uh, I'm I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it a hundred and you know just chill out. I'm thinking that's why you had that. That's thinking that's why you had that apron on. You were chopping up bodies over there, or something. Hey, hey man, it's either that or you was over there cooking. You got bacon soda this week. <laughs> I can't I can't talk about what I'm doing over here. Just know that it's about to go down tomorrow. I okay, probably so, won't be part of it. But so, um wait, 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 hold on, wait. So if you, you handling that tomorrow, I mean, what's good? Can I come down and get a little bit? How much how much how much I got? No, no, I don't know what you, you got too much going on over there. You may be too no, tired. No, no, no. I mean, if you over there cooking, I'm trying to get a little bit. You may be too tired. I mean, all that work you're about to put in tonight. I put in work every night. Uh, that's why you got 15 kids. So trust me, we know this. I'm trying to catch up with you. So you're the only person <laughs> I know that the stimulus Okay. <laughs> 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 
Well, unfortunately, uh, it's going to take a while because, you know, I, I'm still in the, the D department. You are in the GD department. By GD, I mean granddad. So, you know, you want to leave of your own on this on this hey. chat room and this this podcast and this trio. Uh, so two of them. Yeah, I know, man. You're doing too much work, man. You're doing too I got, much. You got, you got I got time my to Nah, man. I'm gonna be right. 75 right, and still getting it in. All right, pop. Since you over he, he got he got in. one he got one job. Keep him off the pole, and that's the pole one, I meant. I did it. that pole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I meant that pole. one job. Make sure he use that uh that hotel dot uh, com free free night. That's what he's using over there. But I'm not mad at you. Yeah, let's Why go with that, that man's pocket. How you know he ain't got some Marriott points? <laughs> That's not the Marriott. Come on now. How you know? How you know? Because James knows what the Marriott. I know is. that. I know that picture. <laughs> James knows the Marriott. Uh, so you've been you was over Naya's room too, huh? So y'all both in the same room? Nah, nah, nah. Uh, me and um, me and Naya are not on speaking terms right now. I bet. Especially since you're closer to Jordan. So, Ooh, that speaking Piper, of which, that, that Piper Niven. No, speaking know, of which, I don't know who you saw. Did y'all see what happened to her on Instagram? Not which part? Jordan? Oh. Yeah. Was what? she pissed herself? Nah. I she, hope not. Yeah, she, yeah, she's practicing for a competition and she tried to, she tried to deadlift this weight, right? <laughs> and she pissed herself. No, I didn't see that. But yeah, that was, about, that was about two, three days ago. Yeah, only, only James was, the little, uh, little. No, she put it out video. there. She put it out there, letting people know. She's like, "Yeah, they think this is what happens to people when they when they try to lift heavy weights." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it was to the it was to the point where she had to step over, and then step over the uh, bar. <laughs> well, I mean. That's the best case scenario. Uh, we, we'd hate to see her, you know, start puking all over the place. So. Nope, nope. That's I just seen point. it. I mean, it, that, that's like a low grade amount of porn. But <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. People pay for that on OnlyFans, right? <laughs> we, 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 started, we started to get to a whole nother planet uh, of context here. I don't know if we can no, uh, maintain no. our streaming license considering that y'all over here in um, Fetishville. No, no. But no, she had no, she went saying, back and forth with a dude. She, with, on Instagram. Um, she went back and forth with a, with a dude that jumped in her DM and you know told her, you know, you messing with a black dude, you need to keep your race pure. Oh, I you missed should... that one. Yeah. And she, she put it in her story. I was I like, s- yo, I saw oh, that oh, I saw the aftermath of that, but I didn't know where it came from. Okay, because she didn't she didn't say I still don't know why they you know celebrities in general, or just average people, but just more so celebrities, answer the stuff to keep the, the that that stuff going. Every single you turn around, they post on their page. Oh, I had this conversation. Why? All you're doing is fueling the fire. You're not going to change their mind. I don't care what celebrity you are. You're not going to change uh, their also, mind. It's like they're not going to change. Yours. It's also adding to their comments, which helps their. Uh, I get that, but it's sometimes you know, like some things just shouldn't reply to. What's the, that was just out of a pandemic for the most part, and then nobody cares. About what somebody else says about some tomfoolery that don't affect your life, do you? What's, 
What's the old adage? Controversy creates cash. And that's what she's doing. She's she she's she's monetizing it. She's she's getting more more hits on her page, on her comments and whatnot. You know, anybody she lets people know about it, they gonna back her up. So basically, that, that just adds to her. yeah, it's clickbait. Thank you, thank you. They all it's clickbait. See, uh, I guess we we, we had that idea here. We, we had that idea here. Tables, I guess, on uh on the oppressor by you know making money off of it or so whatever. Like I'm gonna get I'm gonna get us some clickbait right now. Fuck Bill Cosby. Really? 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 He should have stayed his ass in jail. But did you get pudding? <laughs> That's the problem. He's putting he's putting his fingers in the pudding and the pudding thing. I'm gonna go ahead he and leave, that leave his, He leaves the leave and stick. Somewhere else. I'm gonna go ahead and leave that alone because if we we we're not gonna get in deep into that. I can't. Tonight. I can't. I can't touch that either. Oh, KJ, we, KJ, one day we're gonna get together. We're gonna have us a com we're gonna have us like a day long conversation because Bill did it. OJ did it. <laughs> Michael Jackson did it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I'm 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 gonna stop you right there. It's already been found out Michael Jackson didn't do it, so we ain't even got to go there. No, we ain't got to go there. Yeah, he did it. Oh man! You know what? That's that's gonna be a day. That's gonna be a day. That's gonna be a day. Yeah, that's gonna be a day. You know, that's gonna. We'll have it out that day on the Sunday rise or something, so that way Jesus can be in the mix of that conversation. So tomorrow morning, y'all can let Jesus take the wheel and and deal with that because y'all y'all are y'all are crazy. But just for uh, clarification terms, thank you, Ben. Uh, everything that James, uh, the Nubian Sumo, just said in his That's Just Nubian segment is <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> don't, 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 don't be cleaning. Don't be trying to clean this up. It's not those of the WrestleMania. Don't be trying to clean it up. Or humanity. Let, let, me, let me just explain yeah, I something. Said, I said what I said. He is of a particular elk, a particular age, where you know they just old, and they get the hall pass on saying what they want to say. Let me stop I mean, you right there. When you play in hopscotch with Jesus, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and then you got to tell, hey man, you jump too far. You need to stop that. I know you got powers, but stop jumping so far, man. I can't do this. Let me you stop know, you right there. You have those conversations. Yeah, hold on, wait. You got a hall pass. Let Let me say this. Go ahead. The absence of evidence is not the evidence of absence. That is. Hey, look, I know there are no there are known knowns, there are known unknowns, there are unknown unknowns that we're not sure about yet, but I'm pre I am definitely sure. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> and that's my opinion, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> all right, we find on all cylinders tonight because everybody know where everybody going. Let's roll. Let's roll. Um so Oh, thank you. I'm so glad you uh, finally clicked the button on the ticker to change the the the, the pace of the conversation off of uh, the sumo, who's definitely gotten too Nubian for his own good, um, or at least hit that bottle a little too long this week. So, nah, nah, for those not that hard enough. Down, I still got two more days. For those, <laughs> oh God, for those that have watched back down, we uh, saw a familiar face, as you can see on the ticker, Selena Vega. Is back in the WWE. Still, and they kept it a 
secret. Oh my God. Still making content the same, you know, uh, podcast and, and, and social media content that she was making that led to the, the issues that she had with the WWE and there, you can't do anything else, a policy unless we're getting a check basically. Uh, so she's still doing her same old thing to the best of our knowledge. Nothing has been cut off, suspended, or I'm back in WWE, so I can't do this anymore. Uh, but my question to you guys is, what does this say about the WWE? Because we were already, you know, I guess you could even say heartbroken or surprised when Samoa Joe was let go. Selena Vega, we understood that was a difference of opinion. So they let her go because she stated her opinion heavily. And she wasn't backing down from it. So they just said, hey, fine. It is what it is. Last week, we talked about the plethora of uh, all the releases that has happened from late 2020 all the way up until last week. Uh, so we have all that going on. But what's in the WWE Kool-Aid, fellas, that has people that could have potential lucrative uh, career-altering opportunities in other places and i'm not just talking AEW. i'm just talking about in general other places but they still take the call and they go back to the wwe and they get back under that umbrella like that what's in a kool-aid i'm trying to figure this out because I, everybody just it was a foregone conclusion like zelina just bought her time alistair's gone so she's gonna go wherever he goes you know if it's nwa AEW, ever she's gonna show up somewhere Mickey James talking about the all girl, all women's uh, pay per view. She's probably going to end up NWA, possibly. I mean, the sky's the limit on what she could do when she wanted to do it. Lord knows we are, we know she, we, she's an alum of Impact slash TNA. So her going back there is just a homecoming. So, and Samoa Joe, everybody wanted Samoa Joe. Everybody. So we know that you know he could punch his ticket anywhere. We talked about that heavily from uh, Ring of Honor and, and NWA and, and all the way down to the AWs and, and New Japan. Wherever he wanted to go, he could just go. But they both came back. Even though they were let go and like, hey, we're just going to let you go. But they both came back. So, James, I mean, you tell me, man, if you were in that situation, what could they offer you that would make you come back? Because it has to be been more than the money i know the money is there but I, to still go back in let's say if you end up it's the money after a month on it's the money. You know, if you're if you're mid carter after a month and you're not doing anything but you're locked into a three-year program it's like eh, you know that's the, the, that potential is there joe's in a different role so he's kind of the, the anomaly but for zelina vega she doesn't win money in the bank then who's she gonna feud with she can feud with anybody yeah, I mean, but she can feud with anybody. She can go back to NXT. She can go to NXT potentially. So, but I'm just asking. But, I'm just but, but, to, but, but, to, but to answer your question, as Ben says, it's the money. It, uh, they're not going to be able to go anywhere else and make the money that they make in WWE. Okay. In Samoa Joe's situation, he's hurt. So to leave WWE in a in a medical situation. Where WWE is gonna say is saying, look, we'll help you with your rehab. We'll put you, we'll help you if you need to get surgery, we got you. You need well, rehab, we got you. He you know all injury, that. James. Huh? That's 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 part of the contract. If you get hurt in the ring, WWE is gonna fit the bill for 
your um your medical needs period that's contractual they had no choice but to do that they're right. riding the wave on that but then but then he's also got an edge uh, uh edge kind of thing going because he's got a list of wrestlers that he wants to wrestle he wants to he's he's got he's got this list like he's got pete dunn he's got walt Volta. Mm-hmm. he's got a whole bunch of folks that he, he adam cole He's got a whole bunch of folks that he like. I, I think it was. I think it was a list of six guys that he wants to wrestle before he shuts it down. And like you said, once he gets done with those six wrestlers, and he's and, and he and he's back to his, um, he's back to being Samoa Joe, be back in the ring full time. He can go. He, he can leave and go anywhere. He can do. He can. He can go on his Kurt Angle tour if he wants to. Mm-hmm. He can go anywhere he wants to, and they will accept him with open arms. So that's not a problem. He's getting all the money that he can right now in doing this enforcer thing until he gets until he gets well enough to get cleared and wrestle. He's gonna wrestle these six guys, which will probably be like can be like a two, three year uh, run for him. And then he's gonna leave and go somewhere and go Ring of Honor, go back to Ring of Honor for his farewell. Go back to Impact for his farewell. You know, go to Japan. Maybe maybe make a trip over to Japan. You know, it's all about the money. If, if they, with, with Zelina Vega, with Zelina Vega, they probably said, "Okay, look, we can lean, we can ease up on. You know, you can do whatever you want to do and all this stuff. You know, it's it's cool. You know, let's just let's just work this thing out. And you know, because they do need some extra women in there, you know. They do need some. They do need some other women, and she does bring an air of fresh air into the women's division, you know. Not saying that it's going to be very believable. I mean, at first it was hard enough to believe that Alexa Bliss was going to be able to do anything with anybody, but now you got somebody that's shorter than Alexa Bliss <coughs> coming in talking about, you know, she's going to win money in the bank and. You know, she got to go up to the top of the ladder just to get to the briefcase. You know, she got to stand on the very top of it. So, I mean, we'll see what happens with it. But to answer your question, it's all about the Benjamins. All right, KG. Well, I, I say crack, but uh, I guess I can go with money. But WWE is like, for lack of a better term, WWE is like Ike Turner. You can go on over there and do your little lottie dot thing. I ain't gonna worry about it. But as soon as you start becoming bigger than WWE because the fans support and the fans are behind you and you have this fan base, even when you're not in WWE, now all of a sudden they want to love you again. They want you back because they want those fans back. But WWE stopped listening to their fans a long time ago. When Samoa Joe, Zelina Vega, we made big stinks as a fan base on them being released. When that big stink hit the higher-ups in WWE, they decided to bring him back. Took longer for Zelina than it did for Joe because they released Samoa Joe twice. So you're not going to tell me they're not listening to the fans, number one. Number two, they only listen to the fans when it's a big something that's going to hurt their bottom line, which shows you the power that we have as fans. But WWE is an abuser. I don't want nothing to do with you. So leave. Get out. I'm done with you. I've used you all I can. I don't want anything to do with you. 
fans make a big outcry. They start making more money on Twitch and things like that. And they got a chance to go to AEW and do their thing. Be even bigger with a bigger role in, in WWE. Oh, no, no, come back. We want to welcome you back with open arms. We're sorry. Um, we, we, we're going to make this work. You know, you do your thing and we'll, we'll, we'll be okay. I want to hear that shit. This doesn't make me feel happy because I think it's a punk move. And you probably lessening the, the earning power of Zelina Vega and Samoa Joe with this. And I agree with Ben, Joe versus Chompa, make it work. We can make that work. We can flesh that out in, in 20 minutes. That's another oh, yeah. name. I think that's another name on his list, too. Yeah. But I, I just I I don't I don't like it. It seems like you, you you take from these performers, you take, 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 take. Now, granted, it's a business. Once you can't give me anymore, I don't love you anymore. But you don't try to ease them on out the door, try to ease them in the other roles when they get older. You try to use until they got nothing else in the tank, and you still capitalize off them somehow. No, John Cena, no. they they use them up, then they embarrass them, then they let them go. That is true. John Cena and The Rock are totally different because both of them are still making money for the WWE with every movie that they make. The WWE gets paid off of their movie roles, especially all the money that The Rock made early on acting. WWE got a cut of that. Well, I think one, one, I think one, one, two of the Rock's first movies, WWE productions. Exactly. That's why he came. That's why he was uh, listed as the Rock and not mm -hmm. Dwayne Johnson. It was once he started doing his own thing and getting his own movies and whatnot, he became Dwayne Johnson. Exactly. But long as WWE can get a cut of whatever you're doing, if James is making a hundred million dollars over here to the left, he's making ten million dollars right here. With WWE, WWE is like, okay, James, you're gonna give us a cut of that hundred million. We want half. Fuck, I look like giving you fifty million dollars off of something that I built. What I look like? I think that's and then that's when I changed. That's when I changed my name from James. That's when I changed my name from James to Dave Chappelle. I'm gonna go to Africa. Question, because even though I understand what you're saying about your your impressions, KG. But they're saying yes to going back. So you can't put 100% ownership on WWE if the person, whoever it may be, is saying yes. Like, I wouldn't be surprised to see Lana back at some yeah. point. But think about this. This is my theory. This is not true. This is just my, my thoughts, my theory. You think the reason why they say yes because they weren't getting opportunities because somebody behind the scenes is putting bad blood in the water. So they're not getting signed to your AEWs. They're not getting no, signed I, I to two two NWAs and things like that. I think that that's kind of a hard thing to do. That may have been old tactics, but I you know, know these days, so. since kayfabe is gone, there's so much. I guess, for lack of a better term, there's so much transparency that you know through social media and everything else, you can see how somebody is feeling if they're posting it, like a Lana situation or uh, a Drake Maverick. You know, when he was, you know, in tears at, at that point, you know. Yeah, but that was a work. That ended up being a work. So no, no, no. That yeah. was that was a shoot. But the fans rallied so hard that they had to bring him back. They they, they couldn't. That'd be just that would just be bad business. Uh, they I, had to, they I, had I, to I swallow like their own pill and do what's best for business in that standpoint and, and give him a shot. I, I I don't like it because 
it, it, it's a punk move to me. But you, how would you feel if somebody that went to AEW when that contract is up went back? Like, what if they say, hey, you know what? Uh, I think it's about time for Rusev to come back. But are you paying them more money? Are you going to give them more control oh, creatively? That's all. In the are you giving them more? That's all negotiation. You got to negotiate your money. It, so, it's different. You know, they're not going to offer you millions if you were settled for 100000 That's exactly. business. That's but, business 101. So you got to prove and, and, and know your self-worth. You got to know your worth, and then you got to charge tax. That's how you do it. Right. Because you, I mean, if, if I know you're an independent contractor, you need to you got to sell yourself. yourself. Yeah. If if I know I'm worth $300,000 a year, I know that's what I'm worth. Bottom line. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you that I'm worth $300,000. I'm going to tell you I'm worth four hundred fifty. Take yeah. it or leave it. Or even if we yeah. negotiated down to $200,000 and 75% of the royalties for my merch. That that's what the real money is right there. Exactly. You know, but now, shoot. think about this. If Samoa Joe and Zelina Vega didn't go to AEW and they actually went to MLW, um, in, uh, not NXT, in, in, NWA, things like that, they don't have enough money to pay for the talent that those two have. Oh, they find the money. I'm sure they will. But it's going to be way under market value than what they're getting paid. So why would you leave WWE? You can't go to AEW because AEW is not interested probably or they don't have the money to pay you. So you only shot you got is going back to who let you go. You got to go back to who hurt you. No, it also depends on the person too because you got to think in a scenario with uh, Chris Jericho, he had two decisions. He could go back to WWE or he could just stand on the strength of his name and help build uh a new thing or he could just go on tour with fozzy and make all that money right back oh, yeah but i mean if he if he still has the wrestling bug so i mean we just talking about the wrestling part but you know he decided to go and build a new thing off the strength of his name because it's irrefutable that AEW wouldn't have existed at the level and the growth that it had if it wasn't for chris jericho because the new population a good portion of it did not know the awesomeness of kenny omega they may have heard his name here or there, you know, barely knew the Young Bucks and, and stuff like that. But you knew Chris Jericho. You knew why. Think, <laughs> think about what he did with merchandising. A little oh, bit of the bubbly. Oh, Le yeah. Champion. Come I mean, and, his and that's, that's merch, quick, period. That's quick turnaround times. He just had his thing and then it took fires. Uh, we need a T-shirt. You know, <laughs> we need to do the WWE thing and have the T-shirt the next day. Press it. I'll wear it. And then we'll figure out how to sell it later. Well, let's right. on they got that. They got from, they got the guy running uh, pro wrestling tees on their yeah. on their on their roster. On retainer, yeah. So, <laughs> and, and and who do you, who do you think brokered that? That's that's a smart deal. Now exactly. you got Kenny Omega out there doing, um, you know, the wrestling thing. You've got a referee that is basically almost as big of a character than anybody you have on a roster, being Aubrey, and she's also handling. The, the mobile side of things when it comes down to AEW games. So, I mean, they, they're putting a piece of the puzzle, uh, the old business term, aces in their places um, all over the place the right way. And, you know, some stuff still can stick. Some stuff still may not work. But at least you've got enough people doing that right role instead of it being, in some instances, the, the, the demigod up here saying what you can cannot do as a last resort. But you see the difference, though. You yeah. see the difference between, I mean, AEW's but, a new company, but that, they that, embrace. That's what I was about to put out there. They're still right. a baby. But they, they embrace the new ways. 
Five they embraced the term. Have, uh, Mr. Khan talk about no chance in hell. <laughs> Will Cody Rhodes ever, you know, become champion? I still expect Cody to become champion. It's oh, yeah, at some point. At some point. It's inevitable. It may not be anytime soon. It may not be anytime soon, but he's gonna it's gonna get to the yeah. point where he's gonna they're gonna have to put the belt on him. That that's when those cracks are gonna start happening <coughs> because the young bucks are pretty much running. They did the right thing on um uh doing a job uh, when it came down to the first tag team championship match and all that stuff, taking the L, giving a push um to private party and you know, stuff like that, so that way it can move on. But now Cody's the last one to really, you know take that brass ring and run with it. He did what he could do with the TNT, but he's the last one to get that hand in it. And Omega's doing his role right now, but yeah, it's going to come down to Cody and Omega or or, or Cody and Omega uh, at some point within the next year or so. You just have to. I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't happen the WrestleMania season. But good, good discussion on that. I'm glad uh, we could talk like some civilized gentlemen without James being drunk. Um, like Hangman Page, but you know. So, Hangman Page is my hero. <laughs> on the road again. Wait, wait. What? What? On what? the road again. I can't wait to get back on the road again. So, sing with me, Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> In the very immediate future, uh, AEW and WWE, as we start to get back to the the states of normalcy. Oh, everybody, um, everybody, every wrestling every organization. Weekend. Yeah, but I mean, they, they're they're making that run into places. And I'm about to cover uh, the next seven venues that each promotion is going into, and then that we're, we're going to just figure out who possibly is going to have the better shake uh, of uh, the pie because they're almost running in the same loop. And when you start hearing the the location, you're like, uh, yeah, weren't they just there and stuff like that? So it's going to be kind of interesting. But I'm going to start with AEW because just like they have been doing, they're leading the way, which is smart business for them since they had fans before the Capital Wrestling Center had fans. Um, so they were making things happen at Daly's Place. So that'll be the first on the road starting next uh, week uh, with uh, the Seven Seven Show being the Road Rager coming out of Miami at the James L. Knight Center. And that is uh, capacity wise could seat between 45 to 4,700 people. After that on 714, uh, they'll be going out to Cedar Park, Texas uh, at the HEB Center uh, for Fighter Fest night one. And uh, that uh, capacity could seat close to about 8,000. And this is barring that, you know, they can get uh, up to that level or allowed to with uh, COVID restrictions, da da da. On uh, July 21st, Fighter Fest Night 2 um, is going to be coming out of Garland, Texas at the Curtis uh, Caldwell Center. That's going to be about 7,000 uh, capacity. Uh, 728, uh, Fight for the Fallen. Um, and that is going to be coming out of North Carolina uh, from the Queen Charlotte. City of Charlotte. Uh, at Bojang Coliseum. Bojangles Coliseum, the old That's Independence right. Arena. Yep, so they could potentially get up to about 9,600 uh, capacity, depending on how they work the seating. Uh, on August 11th, uh, you'll be having a Dynamite in Pittsburgh, PA. Ah, Steelers. Ah. Uh, Brent at, Baker's uh, homecoming. At the Peterson uh, yeah, Event Center. That could do between 10 to 12K, so that'd be the biggest one that they'll be having. We still haven't had a pay-per-view yet. Keep that in mind. These are just 
uh, Dynamite shows. Uh, on August 13th, you have uh, Rampage, the first episode, still in the same venue in Pittsburgh. So um, that would be going on. On August 18th, for their seventh road show, will be Dynamite from Houston, Texas. And that's going to be about 9K at the Fertitta Center. All leading up to just a couple more shows, but their their next big pay-per-view is going to be all out emanating from Chicago at the Service Now Arena on uh, September 5th, and that's 11 to 12K. So that's the old Sears, that's the old Sears Arena, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's that, where that's where they had their first pay-per-view, and they got the plaque on the building and the whole thing. Right, so yeah, yeah, that's that's their they that's, back home to where it all began. Right. So that's the road to get there. Um, They're guaranteed to be there every year. So for that yeah. for that event. So yeah. So that that's their seven. Uh, first, and like I said, there's a couple more to get to September. So they've got a long road before they get to a pay-per-view, but they're averaging about eight to, to 9,000 capacity, depending on average within those seven shows. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Now, WWE, on the other hand, is starting uh, a week late, and they're starting with SmackDown, and that's going to be out of Houston, Texas at the Toyota Center, but they are spiking that at the highest end of 18,000 uh, for uh, capacity on that one. Then right after that, that is the go-home show to Money in the Bank <clears> on July 18th out of Fort Worth at the Dickens Arena, which uh, houses uh, probably about 14,000. Um, the Raw after Money in the Bank is going to be on July 19th um, out of Dallas at the American Airlines Arena. That's 21,000. And I'm quite sure they may try to fit some extra seats in just to push um and get that capacity level up there. And then uh, the SmackDown after Money in the Bank on July 23rd will be out of the Rocket Mortgage Arena from Cleveland, uh, home of the Miz, and that's 20,000. So that's 20K back-to-back on average. And then it gets a little interesting. And this is where you start to see that difference from well-established to just starting out. Because after the SmackDown from Money in the Bank, WWE is having a Saturday house show, which they're calling a super show, in Pittsburgh at the PPG uh, Points Arena, and that's 20000 for a house show. And then that Sunday, July 25th, they're doing another super show. So I believe they're going to split the roster. They have to, um, in my opinion. And that's going to be uh, out of Louisville, Kentucky, at the KFC Young <coughs> Center, and that's twenty two k. And then they're going to hit for their seventh uh, live event in a row, uh, on July 26th, it'll be Raw from Kansas City at 18K uh, at the T-Mobile Center. And then from there, you've got 13 more live events, uh, some Raw SmackDown. Some of them are going to be super shows that they're still doing before you get to SummerSlam on August 21st out of Las Vegas at the Allegiant Stadium. So you've got AEW running nice little quaint uh, daily uh, Daily's play style venues that they're leading up to, uh, with uh, uh, All Out being on September 5th. WWE is going hard, and then they're throwing in house shows to make sure the talent is, is as sharp as they can be, but they are larger capacity uh, venues. But the uh, important thing is that uh, to compare, they're still running in the same territories, if we take it back to old terms, between Texas, Pittsburgh, Kansas City. Um, so, I mean, they, they're running the same loop and crossing each other at some point. So, you guys tell me who has the potential, and don't let capacity, in my, in my opinion, 
be the decision maker because we know WWE can book the, the bigger shows, but that doesn't mean it's always going to be the best quality shows because we're outside the attitude area. So we know that every week is not going to be Stone Cold going crazy, rock bottom, nation of dominations, DXs, and all those things happening guaranteed throughout, you know, Raw SmackDown, Heat, blah, 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 blah. So we know what we're getting. Um, but who, who do you think is going to have the best advantage? KG? Well, I think AEW is going to have the best advantage because every, right now, AEW is the hot thing and everybody wants to get out to see them because of what they're doing. But before I go on, let me address this. Midnight Rider, there will be no Liv Morgan slander here at the WrestleMania. I don't play that. Leave my bull alone. I love me some Liv Morgan. She does have it. She trains very, very hard. She's not being used correctly. So let's just address that there. Yeah, let's, let's not start that slippery slope. We still haven't uh, finished that discussion. The only positive thing out of that is that somebody was right that, um, I don't know, Tyler Breeze is still on up, up, down, down. Yeah, wonder, whatever. I wonder who, 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 whatever. We, okay. We talking, about, we, we talking about Liv we'll Morgan. We'll talk about right that now. later. We talking about Liv Morgan. <laughs> ain't got nothing to do with it. I see y'all trying to gloss over my accolade. I know what I'm talking about. There will be no Liv Morgan slander. And FTR doesn't need the tag belts right now. They, they're doing very well without the tag belts. You know, this this thing they got going on with um with um um the lucha with uh Penta and Eddie yeah. Eddie Kingston is working. So I that that they're fine. Pinnacle, the pinnacle thing, they're doing they're doing just fine. They'll eventually get the belts, but they don't necessarily need them right now. So yeah. Now nah, back to the back to subject. As far as uh who's gonna do better, I think it's gonna be AEW. AEW uh puts on a great show. Uh WWE is for lack of a better term, they slipping. I don't like it, but hey, you know, if you don't want to change with the times, you're gonna fall behind. You dig what I'm saying? Look at that, I'm dropping bars on that ass. <laughs> but you, you know, somebody else for him James's bottle, clearly. <clears throat> I just, I, I don't know. AEW puts out a better. I do tend uh, to share, so, you know, yeah. <laughs> AEW is putting out a better product, you know, TV-wise. And I know I can only imagine how good it is live because you got so many people that are so entrenched in the business and have probably, if you put it all together, I think AEW probably has people, but if you put all their experience together, you got probably 250 years of experience in the wrestling business, in that, you know, in that company. Not only that, but I think the fans feel more invested, you know, because they were there through social media and the build up and then the, the events and the fact that, you know, they were running even with people. And, you know, they feel like they were a part of uh, the growth of AEW. So they, they have that more inclusive in it versus WWE. You know, just know it's there. You know, it's like a, a new network that's starting out. And you're like, oh, OK. Yeah, you know, and then we'll just watch it. Next thing you know, everybody's watching this new network versus NBC and CBS. You know they're going to have shows on. <laughs> it's like, okay, it's always there. That's Not only that, um, MCW is going to have a, a good run, too. MCW is doing shows back and forth between uh, Joppa and Waldorf. They're starting up, I believe, next month. Um, it's a meet and greet up in Pennsylvania with... Uh, Gangrel, Greg the Hammer of Valentine, I believe, in Pennsylvania. Okay. I meant to tell y'all about that. So, 
Uh, you guys want to ride up? It's the 27th of July. Matter of fact, it's a couple weeks from now. 27th of July, if you guys want to ride up and go do a little something, you know, we, we can always do it. I think it's like 20 bucks. Come through the flame and trap door. I'm in. <laughs> I got the theme song, so we got to play around like that. Just you create that part. I'm down. I got to look up and see who all there. But, you know, MCW, for those that don't know, Maryland Championship Wrestling, you always have uh, flair. Uh, Bret Hart shows up. Um, it's always a legend, at least once or twice a month. Flair comes, it used to come twice a month. But uh, they're going to be off the chain once this all starts back up. But well, yeah. I'll see if I can add. I can see. I'll see if I can get information about them and add them to the mix. Uh, and then there's another one that I'm working on. I'm trying to learn more about that. I want to add to this. I'm starting to get some traction as well. So I don't want to bring them up right now, but I will be adding them to my segment at some point. Okay. So I'm I'm working on some things. So I I get back to you on that. So uh, James, what's your thoughts on uh, the first seven shows? Uh, being on the road again, who do you think is uh, going to come out on top or, or have an advantage? Um, possibilities. Well, I think I, I, I agree with KG. I think AEW is going to do real well with their with their lineup. Uh, these are going to be their lineups are going to be more so pay per view quality, where as opposed to uh, WWE just doing regular television shows. Um, even though they're calling these shows, even though WWE's calling some of these shows super shows, they were doing that before the pandemic. He's calling their house shows super shows. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't think it's going to be anything extra coming from them. Um, I think AEW is going to probably put a little bit more into their shows, being that, you know, their fan base and, you know, the fact that they're more fan oriented than WWE, as KG was saying. So um, I'm thinking that AEW will probably come out better um, with these uh, show, with these uh, this run that they're getting ready to start, and especially leading up to All Out because that's going to be their first pay per view. That's their probably one of their biggest pay per views, probably the top two out of uh, all of their shows. Uh, so um, yeah, I think AEW is going to come out on this. One. All right. So my only question, and you guys can tell me what you think about it. Uh, is does AEW have the roster depth for TV to really handle, you know, the live road? We know that they still need a little bit more on the women's side of things. That that's just glaringly obvious. That's um, everybody. A great talent, but AEW needs a little bit more. They have more that they haven't shown, but do they have the roster depth? to really make it more than just, we're gonna see Kenny, we're gonna see the Kingston thing, we're gonna see uh, the Jurassic Express, and you know, we're gonna pop for Jericho and sing Judas. Um, you know, is there more, do you think they have more, do they need to start pulling more? Because uh, we know some of these uh, uh, WWE release 90, compete, 90 day compete clauses, or in some cases, 60 day uh, non-compete clauses, are ending um you think it's going to be a snatch fest and and people are just going to start showing up or are they good well you have to imagine you know i'm thinking because uh, like i like i've said in the past 
the Young Buzz, Kenny Omega, even Cody, you know, they've got Japanese influence. So they've been around, they've been around how they book. So if they, if they, they can use the Japanese formula, you know, they could say like, like in the beginning, like the first two matches of a, of a New Japan show is pretty much the young boys. You know, they'll have, they'll have, the, they'll have, the, um, they'll have their young boys wrestling in like a tag team match, or they'll have a couple of guys going up against each other and as a curtain jerk or whatever the case may be, that'll be the first two or three matches to include their young boys. Then they start going into the mid carters and start bringing in some of their um, more, more of their storylines as far as tag teams and putting, putting them together in six, eight, 10 man tags and whatnot. So that's probably something that they'll do. They'll probably pull some of the guys or the girls from AW Dark, AW Evolution, all that, you know, all those shows. They'll have them doing like the first two or three matches. And then that'll move into like maybe if they, if they have like a six or seven card match or uh, card um, show, mm-hmm. you know, that, that you're going to have, you're going to have two or three of those matches. They're going to be AW dark matches. Then you're going to have, uh, some of your mid carders like your um like the best friends or you know they'll have a, a television uh, um not a television title but a tnt title match in there somewhere tag team title matches then you'll go into your main events you know or set up for your main events so yeah i think they got between the four shows that they're gonna have i think they've got enough people that they can work out with what they have and plus they're going to be pulling people from the locals anyway, because that's what they've been doing, you know, before they even left. They were pulling people from the independents and bringing them in and, and, and showcasing them. So anywhere that they go, I mean, they go into Texas. I'm sure they're going to be knocking on Booker T's door for oh, reality yeah. of wrestling. You know, you go over to Kansas City, they got their independents over there. I know NWA has a um, championship wrestling uh, from Missouri up that way. So I'm sure they'll be pulling from that. Um, in Miami, I'm sure the championship wrestling from Florida. You know, they, uh, they and they've got they've got they've been established in Florida for all this time. So they can pull anybody from from out of their hat. So they got pl- they got plenty of people. They, they got plenty and they got plenty of resources to pull from. So okay. I don't think they need anybody else. I just look at things and you know, just questions jump in my head. And then also uh, you got the Nightmare Factory as well, but. Uh, also, with that uh, Japanese formula, you can also, for the American side of things, take that back to when uh, WCW was in its heyday, since we are talking about TNT programming. Um, if you remember back, that that's, for the most part, how uh, Eric Bischoff was booking the show. Because that's what we saw in the beginning, the Jerichos and the Malenkos and uh, the Ultimo Dragons. Yeah, they started, they started out with the Cruiserweights, right. And, yep. And then it built that up, uh, which also I believe ECW did that formula for a little bit as well before they started, you know, just going uber extreme, you know, throughout the, the end of it. You know, you had your Rob Van Dam and your Sabus and, and yeah, it, you know, it built up, it built up oh, yeah, to what it eventually went to. Like yeah. So, so, yeah, I, I could see that. But I just wanted to put that out there because somebody, you know, maybe thinking that same question of, you know, do they have the depth because of late, you know, your past few episodes. Uh, with the exception of a little sprinkle of, which I'm glad Matt Hardy is there because he's pulling people in at ran, random factions or groups, you know, like uh, the Butcher and the Blade and the Bunny and um, what was that, uh, MSK, I believe it is, or is that... Uh, what's no, you're talking about um, 
um, the, um, oh gosh, the hybrid, hybrid, yeah, the, the hybrid. hybrid too, yeah, Angelico uh, and, Jellico and, and uh, Jack Evans, yeah. So you know, having different flavor that way plus private party uh, gives them a little bit of an advantage, and you can sprinkle in different things there. So um, you know, like I said, I just wanted to pose it out there before we get to my favorite question of the night. The well, I don't get to answer the question. Huh? I thought I you did answer the question. question. I did. You answered it first. Yeah. No, I'm talking about the last question. Well, that was just a general yeah. thing. If you have something to add to it, you can. Yeah. I'm sorry. It, it wasn't a full question. It was just just a question. No, 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 no need for explaining. No need for explaining. It's cool. I got it. Yeah, all right. Got so yeah, it. moving on because we'd be passing by you. No, what you got? What you got, KG? Now you can put it up there. Send me by. So. My, Passing my favorite, me by. My favorite uh, epiphany of the week. And uh, KG, this was more geared towards you. Uh, and James, you can chime in. Do you think that Drew McIntyre, as you can see on the ticker, is the new John Cena done right? Here's the yeah. thought process behind it. Remember, Super Cena, as we have come to know him in his heyday, has been in situations like he is in the Royal Rumble against five six maybe seven eight who knows how many you want to put him in there and he ends up eliminating everybody everybody like the odds are against him but john cena aka super cena eliminates everybody unbelievable this person big show oh my gosh big show is going to crush cena nope aa he's done uh goldberg nope he's done you know he's just beating people beating people it doesn't matter what scenario you put him in john cena is going to win which is why people started disliking John Cena outside of the fact that his uh, crossface has absolutely no contact at all. Um, sorry, John, you know, I'm a fan, but still, uh, you can close those arms a little bit more, make it believable, uh, but that's a whole different topic. Uh, so in essence of no fault, truthfully, of John Cena, the WWE created a monster that they couldn't control because John Cena had literally beaten everybody multiple times to the point to where there was nobody that you could really believe could beat him unless it was a cinematic match which he didn't really lose he just got friday the 13th where he just got pulled into the water so um you know so that, that's that's the john cena thing <laughs> <laughs> Ben is off the hook tonight. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, <laughs> so let me let me let me. Let me oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Finish. I, I, I'll his return, Drew McIntyre has ideally run the same gambit to start. He beat everybody in commanding fashion. Claymore here, Claymore there. He was just winning, winning. Became champion, winning, 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 and then he hit a, a brick wall named Bobby Lashley and the hurt business and then he lost and then okay he's got a rematch which is like oh god here we go it's the instant rematch thing but then he lost and then guess what he's got another rematch and then he lost and then he's got to earn his way to a rematch and then he lost so now you can't call it the super cena formula because he's winning matches to get opportunities like now he's and the opportunity to be able to do the money in the bank. But I'm not putting my money when we do our picks on him to win money in the bank because he's not going to face Bobby Lashley 
again, I doubt it. I would rather see somebody else do it. Even if he does, I'm not confident he's going to be Bobby because that would not be the money that I would put in as we're making our road live TV to SummerSlam. You keep your 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 money in Big Fish's Bobby Lashley. So now I believe they're doing what they should have done with John Cena. And we've talked about this before, before I turn it over to you, KG. And you're given that human factor because now you're going through the road of emotions to be able to get that opportunity. But just when you get there, you get knocked back down and you take the L again. Or if you get there, you're taking the L again. So you're no longer super, or we'll get in there, super. You're just an average Joe trying to get back to where you were, but you, you just have bad luck when you get there. So is he John Cena done right? Um, I got two things to say on that. Well, two things to say, period. Uh, I know I'm going to get fined for this, so I'm, I'm, I'm already got my, my, my card out to pay my fine. Well, James has already burnt us to the ground in uh, how much we're going to owe, so we're hey, already in the red. That's what I do. A little bit more because the, the boss BJ is watching, so I just got to say this. How about them bucks there, boy? That was it. <laughs> Well, that, that was the first thing. That was the first. Hey, I got. I, I got to take a dig at this for something heavy. And How then about I them all up like you're about to pull a James, and what do you do? Like now, I got to take my shirt off. No, no, no. We don't do that here. No. But uh, I, I, I had to take I a dig at the I mean, I got to. I had to take a dig at the ball. You're not gonna be the butcher of the blade tonight. No. Well, can I pull my pants down and show it to the button? No. No. <laughs> All right. God bless. Well, but uh, at least, at least I got my unicorn. To the boss, BJ, brother. Oh, we got a lot to talk about tomorrow. So I hope you ready. Because I, 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 oh my goodness, we got a lot to talk about. But um, and oh, I like to put a bet on the finals too. We'll talk about that off air though. But uh, this thing with Drew McIntyre, did it make him? Cena-esque in a way, but remember what we always say, when you got somebody that wins constantly, you start getting tired of that front runner. When you saw Cena win, 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 he's being choked down your throat. Same thing with Roman Reigns. Uh He was being shoved down your throat. You hated him. He had to go through something that made him human. Come back, reinvent. Well, he didn't really reinvent. He just turned heel. And now everybody loves him. But think about this. (laughs) Trust that that night and day from uh, his shield days. Think about this. Let's you know. Here we always go back to the attitude era, but I can go back even further. Think about during the attitude era. You had Triple H, The Rock, Stone Cold. They all vied for the Intercontinental Championship, mm-hmm. but only one man could hold it, and nobody ever held it for very very long. It was not like a two year reign. You, you you had people jumping up to challenge you, and that's where uh, 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 Drew McIntyre is right now. He's in that realm where, yeah, he was on top, but what we always say, when you're on top for a minute, it gets stale, so you got to drop him down and build him back up. But what it's going to do, if you keep putting him in matches where he's competing, getting the opportunity, and losing, Fighting again, getting the opportunity. What does that make him? That makes him the fan favorite. 
that makes him the one that crowds pop for. They mark out and James has finished his bottle. Just will you just lick the rim of it and be done with it? <laughs> Squeeze it a little bit. But when fans going when fans are back in the building, fans are gonna mark out for him because of that aspect. Because you, you got to go through the trials and tribulations. Everything is not peaches and cream. It's not always roses. You got to go through something that that real life people, we can relate to that as real life people. Because everything is not gravy for us. You know, you, you, you got some rocky roads, some tough hills to climb in life. Now he's got tough hills to climb. How does that relate to us? Because life is not easy for us. Mm-hmm. This works. This absolutely works. <clears throat> ben, I don't know why you want uh, the sumo to go back in time, seventeen ninety two. You need to go back to fourteen ninety two. He's he's talking about he's talking about bourbon. He's not talking about. I'm quite sure it was something drink related. But I mean, I'm just throwing an old joke out there. Thanks, James. See, you're too old to figure that part out. Yeah, you. you I figured you wouldn't know. Yeah, I didn't have to know specifically. But I figured after the because you're, you're the, a the, motherfucker. So after you know, choking like, the crap out that bottle, yeah, I mean, you know, I had to make sure I got it all out of there. You know, yeah, I had to make sure that dead soldier was dead. When we replay this, uh, <laughs> make sure you throw in the Jim Ross on it because I think he killed him. <laughs> So, all right, so final question. This is well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, you got something? To, oh, God. You hold still got to talk to? Hold on, hold oh, on. God bless. First, first of all, to Ben, yes, I am a, I am a fan of 1792. Yes, I am. I uh, prefer the small batch. Um, I, pre I like the weeded version of it, but, but I prefer the small batch. Uh, 1792 has a great line, and if you haven't had it or – you, if you only had one or two of the line, you need to go ahead and invest in uh, experimenting with some of the other ones. I would suggest that to you. Now, um, KG stole a little bit of my thunder because when he, when he started talking about Roman Reigns, I was going to say to you that it wasn't necessarily John Cena done right. It was more so... Roman reigns the same. And when I when I say that, I mean they are they are they are pushing Drew McIntyre down our throats just like they did with Roman Reigns. The only difference is he's he's starting on a losing streak and got that they got to that match with Bobby Lashley where he lost his rights to become the SmackDown or the Universal Champion, whereas Roman Reigns had the leukemia thing that took him out and he had to change up. So it's pretty much the same formula as they did with Roman Reigns more so than they did with John Cena, in my opinion. Sure. That's all. No, okay, thank you. All right, okay. I appreciate that. I'm glad you could have uh, 35 cents in the mix. So here's the extra addendum question. 
and we'll go uh, for you two guys. We'll do uh, raw first. If we remove Bobby Lashley and um, MVP, yeah, I think that's all we need to remove. Well, maybe Drew. If we pull Drew out as well. Who do you think, once we go live on the Raw roster, will get the biggest pop? Day one. We're moving those two because, I mean, by manufacturer's default, you know, that'd be big. So who do you, you think is going to get the biggest pop on Raw? Male or female? Doesn't matter. Hmm. I don't know. I really don't know. Probably Bianca. Or be I would say Bianca. Okay. But that, she smacked that. She is, yeah. Okay. I messed that up. But well, well, that's okay. that, your answer for SmackDown. I, I'm gonna say Bray Wyatt. I'm gonna say the Fiend. He is due back. Yeah, you think they're holding for a live show? There's there's your pop right there. I figured you would say um, uh, Nia Jax, or it uh, could be uh, the Straight Jacket and, and Natty. They're gonna get a pop, but it's not gonna be bigger than the Fiend. But see, Nia Jax, we here at Wrestle the Sideline Junkies Saturday Night WrestleManiacs. We love Nia Jax. We love her to the ends of the world and back. But outside of this realm that we're in right now, a lot of people don't like her. Because they're asshats, but they don't like her. You're entitled to your opinion. Doesn't mean I have to like it. They give her a lot of shit. So, you know, she's not going to get a real big pop like that. Because well, she's a quote-unquote unsafe be If you're a heel, just ask Baron Corbin. You need to be the heel. Well, Baron Corbin at one time was the best heel in the business. And then they buried him. No, no, well, they did, but also... I wouldn't say they buried him. Well, well, they 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 did put the weight of their failures on his shoulders, but that also helped him become a more stronger heel. So it, they almost triple H it, and that's triple H them without getting you know the uh, the curtain call happening. But then that go back that goes back to your statement earlier. You got to break some once they're up. You got to break them down to bring them up to build them up again. But he, he was did that then. Yeah, he was, he was mid card when they did that. He wasn't at the level. Uh, that he is now where he's strong enough to go through a um, a storyline that's building upon his character with Shinsuke Nakamura and losing, which I don't understand how you lose being King of the Ring without King of the Ring happening. Well, there was but a time when the, when the King of the Ring had to defend that title. That was an actual title at one time. Yeah. So you, they, they're, just going back, they're just throwing it back to that. And, yeah. I'm, and I'm sure they're going to have another King of the Ring Oh, yeah. At some point. So, I mean, you know. And that'll probably be a number one contenders tournament <laughs> to face no, Shinsuke no. Nakamura. No. Yeah. See, here's the problem. When they do King of the Ring, they do it as a TV show. That's a pay-per-view. Yep. Don't ever water down something as great as King of the Ring because we had King Harley Race, King uh, Macho Man. What, like Who they else? did? Like they did Macho King. Bash. Who else, KG? <laughs> What's what's his name, KG? Just to make uh, James man. What's his name? King, King. Mabel. Look at <laughs> <laughs> or King Mabel. King yeah. Mabel. 
you, you, you say, Mabel, rest his soul. The, the, that was this, a big boy right there. That was, that was moved, a, but that was a big boy. That was a reason. You know, that was a filler pay-per-view, but it was a pay-per-view where you got to see everybody. Shut off the men on the mission. I just, I don't like it. I, but, I the don't. King, but the King of the Ring was originally made so that you could build up people. It's, it, right. it's it, you know, to try to give them a push. So, I mean. Not everything's a classic. You know, they, they just call and stuff. That's this classic. It's that classic. It ain't a classic until it happens. Well, but, yeah, uh, Shinsuke could get a pop. Could, yeah. Shinsuke could get a pretty big pop the way they're doing his entrance now. So, yeah, he could he could get a pretty decent pop. His gyrations, let him go and do whatever the heck he's doing. Hey, that's what he's he's been doing that. He's been doing that since he uh invent reinvented himself in New Japan. Yep. You know, he's been doing that for a while. So I mean, he's just getting back to it really. Because it used to be it used to be worse than that. But wait, wait, <laughs> hold on. How come when I do gyrations like that, I'm being called into the uh HR office? Uh because you normally don't have any clothes on. You could be right. So let's put you wearing some tight pants and you got your you got your package showing. Yeah. Hey. You got them packed, you got them tight uniform pants on. Just stretch out like over there. (laughs) How did you ring my doorbell without with all the packages in your hand, baby? I got the goods. But um, let's go. Come on. Look, I, I cracked the door open for you. You didn't have to kick it yeah, on. <laughs> <laughs> so, on the AEW side of things, if we remove Kenny Omega, we remove uh, Chris Jericho, who's going to garner the biggest pop? Easy. Orange Cassidy. I was thinking I, MJF. I would have said Cody, you know, new daddy. That always gets everybody. Yeah. Okay, so AEW has a little bit more in the mix, easy to pick. I still think on the SmackDown side of things, uh, a live audience, uh, Roman Reigns, yeah. No, no, no. no. Actually, no. I would be surprised if Sami Zayn, and it's crazy behind, that they they just murk out for Sami Zayn as well. Keep But what is the old thing? Old thing. Don't come in out with that that new style. No, no, Keith Lee. We need, just, we need, just, we need OG Keith Lee. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping he comes back soon. All right. So, well, we're about at the one hour and fifty minute mark. I've managed to keep all my clothes on. Only thing you got to see was my unicorn. Woo! Unicorn. Which I understand. I don't even have a green screen up, but it's I may still have that mode enabled or something like that. You do. Yeah, because you're, 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 no, I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna say it. I'm not even gonna say it. He's got just unicorn powers. I don't know. I'm not gonna say. I'm not no, because I'm gonna get me too, and I'm not no. No. Ben said, "Uh, Hangman page for AEW. I I can see that too. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can agree with that, no doubt. So since it's time to wrap this up, B, you know you can hopefully uh, watch us live. You can also catch us on the YouTube's. And before we got into the lives and the YouTubes and the Skypes and all that other fun, crazy stuff because of a pandemic that left us no choice but to actually get technically inclined, we were a podcast show. And through that, uh, our home base is Anchor. And then you can find us on all the other cash 
casts and boxes and pictures and 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 beans and and apples and and whatever the hell. Oh, you got a notebook that says all that? Of course I do. You got it written down. Of course. Oh, I guess I we'll let him talk about it. You know, I'll just grouping it all into podcasts. But it it don't work like that. To, just to pay the bills that we don't get paid. Um, you go ahead and run down a list of everything. Okay. Here we go. And action. You got Anchor, TuneIn, Podchaser, Podtail, Spotify, Podbean, Owltail, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, the Podcaster app, Hubhopper, CastBox, Google Play, and Verbal. So that's pretty much all podcast places. So uh, you have no reason as to why you cannot find some of our older episodes from uh, you saw how crazy we got. We actually have gotten worse uh, in some instances. Most of it's James, but some of it could be KG and some of it. I don't even understand how we got to different destinations in a wrestling show that revolved around non-wrestling related topics. But you can take a listen to some of those craziness as well as catching up on the other side of the coin, which is the sideline junkies proper. And we know tomorrow, uh, as you talked about with the big boss, is the Sunday rise. So if you want to give them a preview on the sports side of things, are you guys covering Olympics too, out of curiosity? Yes, sir, we are. We have ourselves an Olympic correspondent. Oh, snap. Is, is that a correspondent smoking weed too? Just asking. I just want to know if y'all are covering that. Yeah, that's, a, that's a hotbed topic. Everybody um, light up a joint for her. Hopefully you watched the, um, I think it was a Today Show where she did her interview. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't, yeah, make sure that. you guys uh, take that. a look at that and and see. It's kind of mixed messages on that one, but, you know, I don't know. And it, is on, you, and it is on YouTube if anybody wants to look at it. So. Yep. And then there are people all have been bringing out correlation between her situation and, you know, a nice little swimmer from Baltimore, um, named Michael Phelps. Totally different. <laughs> totally different. Like so some, not, some people, like I said, are, are trying to make that correlation. So nope, nope, nope. I'm just hoping you guys you know, cover that. Talk about it. Myself and the boss BJ, we talked at length yesterday about the situation, uh, the different sides of it. We were going to do a special uh, freestyle Friday. Things got late scheduling conflicts so you know we put it in the can we waited we had things recorded i mean we were doing the damn thing but uh we had to put it in the, in the can so we're gonna do it live tomorrow uh our olympic correspondent i've spoken to her and she said she wants to jump on she wants to uh say a few words and she can be introduced to those of you in podcast land um because we, we got to get into that. We got to get into now the finals matchup is up. And we know who's going to the NBA finals. It's Suns versus uh, Bucks. You know, it, it's going to be a bomb burner. I mean, most people say it's a snooze fest. It's going to be a bomb burner because, you know, you got Devin Booker versus Giannis. So uh, we got that. Um, NFL fines Washington football team $10 million for, you know, the conduct after the investigation. Slap on the wrist. That's like finding one of us $10. Wait so, Washington has ten million dollars. Just saying. 
What you mean? Washington, the Washington football team is worth multi-million dollars, hundreds of million of dollars. Just trying to figure it out. Just trying to figure out where that money came from. I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad the boss BJ put his uh his bet in already. We'll we'll discuss what uh we betting on because we putting you over BJ. We putting you over, man. Uh, putting man. the show over right now. But uh that 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 has to be discussed. We got a lot of things to jump into tomorrow. I won't give all the time. I'll, I'll try to coordinate. It won't be in the morning because I'm not getting up early. The hell with that. <laughs> I guess uh, it'll be uh, well. It is Fourth of July too. Not that y'all celebrating or cooking out. We know you out there fornicating all day. So it's this Sunday. The Sunday evening nightcap. It, I don't know what time. It, it's Sunday. It's just a regular run of the mill Sunday. All Nothing right, special. Sure put your drawers on when you get done. Take a shower or something. Freshen up. Fuck with your drawers. I don't know. I'm with you. I'm just trying to take my shirt off. You're over here trying to go free it. You know, you been trying to go freestyle Sundays up in here. Hey, that's freedom. why he's going to HR because he's doing, you know, Shisuke Nakamura stuff. Hey, you got to free, <laughs> <don't you>, you, <laughs> free the beats, baby. All right. No, you don't need to get his Will Chamberlain on. That's what get him a beating. For real. Hey, hey, hey. Don't hate no, him. No, he's doing it. He's doing it ten thousand times with one woman. <laughs> not with not with ten thousand women. Oh, damn. <laughs> uh, if, if, if that's unless, right, unless they bring it, unless right, they bring in some, somebody up. in, I don't yeah, know. Definitely to wrap this show up. They, uh, <laughs> they might they might they might make it a three way you know three way match you know mm-hmm. triple threat three way dance. You ain't got to get pinned to lose your title. <laughs> You sound like you over there trying to book. Hey, hey. You in the corner with the camera. Hey, I do have the head, I do have the headset on. I can't be the pencil up in here. Talking about, hey. I got you, Paige. I got I, you. Paige. I, I will be the pencil up in here. Hey, look, good old ring light do you do you justice? <laughs> oh my goodness! So clearly, uh, this is that point to where we have nothing else to talk about, and. Uh, the rambling has begun as we try to at least get to the two hour mark. Hey, BJ, check my contract, man. Check my contract. <laughs> Standards of practices have already complained. So uh, we are doing our job, thoroughly doing our job at this point. If SP is, is coming down on the boss, uh, which is good to know so if you want to watch a, a tamer um not as you know sexually inclined show uh that's everything else that's coming up this week but if you hey, want to if get jim, jim cornet can talk about his sex life on his show we can talk about ours well he's got that's more money, that's, got all more money right. Barely. that's all right <laughs> so if you want to get you know into the the, the, ben, the meat potatoes ben, don't, forget, ben, don't forget that six-pack challenge <laughs> You know what? I'm gonna show y'all how we gonna hurt and get off camera. That's it. I can't right, get you know it anymore. I, I I gotta go run the go. Thank you for I'm coming gone. out. God bless you and good night. Diversify your bonds. Meet you, wild bitches. <laughs> <laughs>